Hello and welcome to Homeopathy at Home with Melissa. If you're ready to be independent in helping your family with acute and chronic conditions in a more natural way, if you're interested in learning how to use homeopathy at home, and if you enjoy positive, encouraging messages, then this is the podcast for you. Click subscribe, grab some coffee or tea, a pen, and a notebook, and get ready to learn how to use homeopathy at home in your family. The information in this podcast and its transcription is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and you should never stop any prescription medications without the advice and direction of your doctor. I am not a physician. I am not prescribing, and I am not making healthcare decisions for you. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural health care. Hey there, I'm Melissa, and I am happy to present this class to you for free. And I want to do this because I love the GAPS diet, and I am a GAPster myself. So, what happens sometimes in the GAPS diet is you have die off um, from, you know, when you start detoxing. So, think about Anytime that you have die-off from detox, so it doesn't have to be from the GAPS diet, but what happens, there are symptoms that come along with the detox, and um, those die-off symptoms can be very uncomfortable. So I want to just share with you some remedies that can be very helpful and how to use them to help you get through the detox phase of whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's um, GAPS or not. So I did this presentation to a group of gapsters and decided to uh, just recycle it and share it with you for free. So I hope you enjoy it. So homeopathy helps with these symptoms. The first thing I want to do is go through the basics and rules with you so that you'll have great success. I am going to assume right now that you have never taken a class from me. So I'm going to go through some of the basic things here in the beginning to be sure that you're successful. First, I need to read this disclaimer. Um, the information in this presentation is used is to be used for education only. The suggestions here should not replace the advice of your medical doctor, and I never suggest that you stop any prescription medications you're currently taking. I am not a physician. I am not making healthcare decisions for you. I am not prescribing and I am not diagnosing. It is your choice to use the information provided here and in any future communications with me regarding homeopathy and natural supplements. Furthermore, piracy is a crime. I do expect you to um, share this freely and credit me when you share it. So thank you for that. Just don't use this as your own work. So to start off with the basics, Dr. Samuel Hahnemann was born in 1755 and died in 1843. He was a German physician who despised the treatments of his day. So what he was doing to his patients um, were was 
causing very awful side effects and the death rate. He really hated the death rate. So he, um, he was a very kind and gentle man and he didn't like what the treatments were doing. So he decided to leave his profession as a, as a physician. And he just said, that's it. I'm not doing this anymore. And he went to just translate medical textbooks from his native language into other languages and vice versa. So as he was um, translating text, he ran across a text that said cinchona bark could help with the symptoms of malaria, or maybe it even said could cure malaria. Um, and he was, he was thinking that didn't make sense to him because there were other herbs and things that had the same properties as cinchona bark. So why wouldn't they um, cure or help? the symptoms of malaria. So he started doing experiments on himself and his family members and um, not, it wasn't homeopathic yet. He was using the crude forms, but every time he used the cinchona bark, he got the symptoms of malaria. And this was in the, its crude form, the whole form. So um, that's how homeopathy started. So for years he used the crude form, but then he still saw the side effects. He still saw, you know, like you, like I just said, he got um, sick. So there were, you know, there were uh, side effects. The, he got the symptoms of malaria. He didn't want to do that to his patients. So he continued to develop homeopathy for the rest of his life. And he finally figured out that if he diluted and succussed, the remedies that, or I mean, not sorry, not the remedies. If he diluted the crude substance and succussed the liquid, that it was had a much more gentle and curative effect. So he continued then for the rest of his life to develop homeopathy in that way. So homeopathy is based on the law of similars, and that means like cures like. So let's take the um, red onion. What happens in the kitchen when you're cutting up a red onion? You get, your eyes might water, burn, sting. You might sneeze, your nose might run. Um, and so when we turn the red onion into a homeopathic medicine, it can cure those things uh, that, that the whole form can cause. So <clears throat> um, the homeopathic red onion is called Allium sepa and in the homeopathic form you can give that to help uproot the conditions of allergies, hay fever, and colds and maybe even a flu that has those symptoms. So um, that's the law of similars. So what homeopathy is not? It is not vitamins, supplements, herbs, essential oils, apple cider vinegar, manuka honey, acupuncture, all the things that you can think of. Homeopathy is none of those things. Homeopathy is actually a system of medicine. It is medicine and it needs to be used wisely. So homeopathy, um, a lot of people, I'll talk to them and, and, and they say, oh yeah, I use homeopathy. And they think that essential oils and herbs and vitamins are homeopathic. So most people equate homeopathy to holistic um, medicine, and that's just not true. Homeopathy is inexpensive, attainable. You can buy it. You can order straight from pharmacies, and you can um, you can order or go to the store and buy it. 
You don't need a prescription. It is natural, powerful, safe, effective, gentle, and uprooting. So homeopathy actually uproots conditions without suppression. So allopathic medications suppress the the symptoms. So, and then we're going to talk about symptoms in a minute. But by suppressing the symptoms, you think you're all better and everything's good. And really, you haven't uprooted the condition. And homeopathy does that for us. So a few important do's and don'ts. Rules around using homeopathy. Do wait at least 15 minutes before and after taking remedies to eat or drink anything other than water. Sometimes you'll hear me say five minutes. Here's the difference. Best practice is 15 minutes. I want to teach you the very best thing you can do is 15 minutes. If you're taking several remedies in the morning before you have to get out the door to go to work or school uh, and you have to eat and you don't and that just hinders you from you know getting out the door on time or maybe you have to get up like an hour or two later to do this you can do five minutes and it really is okay but if you're only taking two remedies a day and you know maybe you choose to take one in the morning and one at night then uh, then it's really best practice to take to wait 15 minutes before and after taking those remedies before you eat or drink anything other than water. Do own a homeopathic kit in the 200th potency as well as the 30th potency if you can. And here's why. You can buy easily buy 30 potencies in the stores, but 200 potencies are harder to find in the stores. So if you order a 200C kit, then you can, um, you'll have what you need on hand in the case of a situation. So let's say your, um, your child starts vomiting in the middle of the night. What are you going to do if you don't have a kit? You can't run to the store in the middle of the night. If you order it, it's going to be at least two days before it gets there. And um, if you have a kit, you can start administering the medicines right away, which help a lot faster. So it can be a lot better to go ahead and start administering medications rather than wait, medicines, homeopathic medicines rather than wait until they come in the mail or you get to the store. Do limit or eliminate mint, tea tree, and camphor products because they can cancel the action of the remedies in some people. Do store your homeopathic medicines in an organized fashion in the proper place. That means away from extreme heat, extreme cold, and EMFs. So electromagnetic fields, don't store your remedies near those things. So your microwaves, um, cell phones, computers, um, Wi-Fi routers, all of the electronics, keep your remedies stored away from those. That doesn't mean that you can't walk into a room with those things because we really can't get away from those things. But I wouldn't store them, you know, long term next to any of those things. And as a side note, if you have a microwave, throw it out. You you don't need it. You shouldn't have it. Get um, a toaster oven and use your stovetop. Yes, it takes more time and planning, but you'll get used to it. We've been doing that for years. All right. Back to do's and don'ts. Number five, don't touch the inside of the cap or bottle with your tongue or fingers. Don't buy remedies from Amazon or any pharmacy that you've never heard of before. 
Don't open medicine bottles in the presence of strong smells like perfume, essential oils, food, or chemicals. Those things can cancel the whole bottle of remedy. Um, and so you just want to be careful with your, with your precious remedies, right? All right, keeping track is super important. Keep track of your symptoms. Keep track of how you're healing. Keep track of your remedies. And um, symptoms are, are signs. The Latin word for sign is indicium. And um, signs, uh, symptoms are our signs which point us to the right um, remedy. So without symptoms, we don't know where to go. Without signs, we don't know where to go. Use the symptoms. Use the signs. And don't push them deeper into the body by, you know, by suppression. Don't, also, don't stop and stare at the sign. Um, we don't need to stop. We don't need to focus on the terrible symptoms that you're having, right? You, I want you to focus on the health that's coming. Because the, what you focus on is magnified. And when you magnify the negative things in your life, they are going to get bigger in your sight. When you magnify health and truth and love and peace, uh, all those things are going to get bigger in your life. So magnify the right things. All right. So some um, one thing that can happen in, with die-off is skin conditions like eczema. So you might have some eczema pop up. So what I'd like for you to do with these numbers one, two, three is start with number one, then move to number two if it's not working after six to eight weeks and so on. So then you'll do number two for six to eight weeks. If there's zero change, and I mean zero change, then you move on to number three. So Hepersolf 200C, two doses per day. Then you can also, in addition to Hepersolf 200, add Arsenicum Album 200C, two to three doses per day if there's severe itching. These two are taking, taken separately. So you're not taking Hepersolf and Arsenicum Album at the same time. They're at least 15 minutes apart. And then Coffee Accrued, a 200C as needed if itching prevents sleep and for extreme itching. So you can use it day or night, but if if you notice that mostly at night you're itching so much that you can't sleep, try Coffea Cruda 200. Here's a little tip about Coffea. For some people, it can cause the, the opposite effect and make you feel very um, awake. That's, that's kind of rare, so don't let that scare you. Go ahead and start with Coffea 200. But if that happens to you, then use 30, and I find that people do really well with 30, 30C if 200C is, um, doesn't work for them. All right, and then the next one, after six to eight weeks of number one, if that's not working, then number two is Graffiti's 200C, one dose every three days. And you can also add Arsenicum Album 200C, two doses per day, if there's itching along with it, which usually there is. <clears throat> then after six to eight weeks of number two, if there's zero change, zero, then you can go on and try number three, which is sulfur 30C, one dose per day. So that is eczema. Another thing that can pop up with um, skin and die-off um, symptoms is just itchy skin rashes. So you just randomly get an itchy skin rash. Antimonium crudum 6C plus arsenicum album 200C up to six doses per day can be used. 
Plus means you mix those two remedies together. That means antimonium crudum goes in the mouth, cap it, get the arsenicum album. It goes in the mouth with the antimonium, and those are taken at the same time. Give that, you know, um, I would say in acute conditions, in acute itchy skin rashes, give that a week. And if it's not helping after that, it's probably not going to. So then we, you need to try something different. All right, joint pain is another condition that can come up with die-off symptoms when you're detoxing. And if the joint pain is better with continued movement, so you're sitting in a chair for a long time or you're sleeping at night and you get up in the morning and your body, any joint in your body is very stiff but it feels better after you continue to move it. It hurts when you first start moving it, but then you continue to movement to move it and it feels better. Then you should try Roostox 30C, two to three doses per day. If, uh, and you can add some Phytum 200C to the Roostox if Roostox by itself isn't helping. So um, don't be afraid to mix those two together. If, if Roostox is maybe helping a little bit, but you need some more uh, relief, you can add some Phytum. If your joint pain is worse from movement, then Bryonia 200C, two to three doses per day is going to, um, to be very helpful. And again, you can add some Phytum 200C if needed. Let me give you a caution about some Phytum. If you ever break a bone or fracture a bone in your body, don't take some Phytum until the bone is set because this will literally fuse those bones back together so fast that um, it can it can heal wrong if you don't make sure that it's set right. Okay. All right. So fatigue is another common um, uh, symptom of die-off. And Aura Metallicum 200C, one dose every three days can be helpful. If after six weeks you're not feeling better on that, you're, it's not helping the fatigue at all, then you could try Gelsimium 30C, one, um, one dose per day for fatigue, especially with flu-like symptoms. So let's say you've got the fatigue and the achiness and you feel kind of like you have the flu. That's really common, right? Gelsimium is going to be the best remedy for that, that die-off symptom. China 6C, one dose twice per day, if the fatigue is from loss of fluids. So if you're having vomiting or diarrhea, then China 6C is going to be a great remedy to use one dose twice per day. And then phosphoricum acidum, 200C, two doses per day if there's brain fog. So sometimes, um, you know, I know brain fog isn't really fatigue, but brain fog sometimes is the main symptom that you're dealing with and phosphoricum acidum 200C twice per day is going to be a great remedy for that. Let me just applaud you for being here for learning homeopathy because it's not an easy route. Also, whatever you're doing to detox, whatever you are choosing to detox, you are intelligent. And Proverbs 18:15 says intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. You wouldn't be here if you were uh, just wanted to go with the flow, follow and do what everybody else is doing. Um, you're different. 
I applaud you for swimming upstream. This is not an easy path. And um, I've been doing this for more than 20 years. It's, it's not easy, but it is highly beneficial and it's freedom. This path is freedom. All right, runny nose and or eyes, <clears throat> Allium Sepa, 200C, up to four days, doses each day. So remember, Allium Sepa is that homeopathic onion that I talked about. And so if you have runny eyes or runny nose or both, Allium Sepa can be a really good remedy for that. And if that's not working after several weeks, then try Natrum Muraticum 6X, two to four doses per day. So you're going to use one or the other, not both. If you have really itchy eyes, burning, itching, any of those um, just lots of eye symptoms, Euphrasia 200C, up to four doses per day, or Arsenicum Album 200C, two doses per day is going to be um, the remedy to use. You can choose one or the other. All right, so at this point in the presentation, um, you know, that I did for the Gapsters, I took questions, so that's why the slide is here. Obviously, this being a recording, I can't take questions, but I do have the um, comments open on this free course and hope that you'll take advantage of that, and I will do my best to keep up with it and, um, and answer your questions in there. I obviously can't take cases and uh you know in the comments section but if i can answer your questions i will i also want to encourage you to look at my other courses i have a full mentorship program that teaches you how to use homeopathy at home ha um have healthcare freedom use you know help your family and your friends and really find true health through homeopathy i hope this has blessed you i also have a podcast and um a blog. My website is melissacrenshaw.com. I'd love to see you on Facebook, Instagram, Gab, Telegram. So I hope this, this um, really has helped. Let me know what you need. Have a great day.